0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Urban Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Reed, with my amazing co-host, Stephen Frankie, here beside me. Uh, we're excited to be with you guys today and uh, just come to the table with another conversation. But hey, if you're new to the to the podcast and, and this is your first episode, we are here to encourage and we are here to um, challenge you to go out into your neighborhood, to go out into your city and make a difference. And um, uh, most of the time we bring local leaders on this show um, guys that are boots on the ground type pastors and leaders in the community that are out there living uh their faith daily building the kingdom of god and so um today the conversation is just going to be between stephen and i and and we do that on occasion but um yeah we're just excited to be with you and, and hope to uh encourage you today in some way and so thanks for taking some time out of your day while you're commuting back and forth from work, maybe you're at the gym, maybe you're walking at the park, wherever you may be, thanks for joining us today. Um, So Stephen, let's uh, jump into this conversation. And um, it's ironic you're wearing a shirt today that says Unite on it. Um, You run an organization called Unite Phoenix. And um, man, could you just give a brief description to our listeners about Unite Phoenix and and just, you know, give us the elevator pitch of, of who you guys are.
1: Yeah. I think this is our ninth or 10th episode. I'm pretty excited. That makes me excited all in itself. So, um, yeah, you unite. Um, so with, with, uh, unite Phoenix, our organization, it's very much focused on social justice, partnering with organizations that are working with refugees at risk, youth, elderly, experiencing homelessness, kids in the foster care system, so many different areas, especially within youth and, and children. And, um, but unite is a big part of it. And I think it's one of the things that maybe gets missed in those conversations because so much of what we're geared towards, and even as believers, uh, is to take care of those in need. That's our mission, right? God has called us to that pure and undefiled religion. Under God is this, to take care of widows and orphans and remain unspotted from this world. And so that's a passage that that is carried with us in, in our everyday life. But Unite is the reason why we started this in the first place. Why my wife and I came together, we were seeing, uh, churches that were very siloed, meaning they worked at work as standalone, uh, ministries or organizations. And almost everything is done in-house. So they'll hire a missions pastor or an outreach director or something like that, that will coordinate their own outreach efforts with maybe neighborhoods around them or or other organizations or initiatives that they're working on. And so our hope with this was how do we bring these churches together together? Uh, to work beautifully side mm-hmm. by side with one another, sharing resources um, but also bringing their people together to not be fearful of that. yeah and that takes a special pastor i've I've met with several uh, pastors, church leaders, and I will tell you that's a very real fear of oh my goodness, what if my people, intermix with another church's people and they fall in love with those people and they want to go to that church. You know, I mean, it's it's just a it's a real concern. Um, But we have seen some pretty cool heroes uh, that have stepped up and said, I'm not afraid of that. And um, I trust God that he's taking care of everything. And they look at the benefits of partnering with an organization like Unite Phoenix more so than than some of those other concerns. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. And and if you're listening and, and your church has a, a, a missions pastor yeah. or, or something like that, man, that yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. And it's uh we're not here to to say, man, you're doing it wrong or anything like that. We're okay. here to to say, man, like it's this the body of Christ is such a beautiful, beautiful picture of of coming together. And and man, we have this opportunity to do that and 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 paint this picture for the world to see of of the church uniting together. For the greater good of our communities, of our cities, um, of the places that we worship, and, and things like that, and and so, um, t- man, just today as we have this conversation, please, please don't hear us pointing a finger at anybody, no um, at, and by anyways, but we're just we're going to highlight some pastors um, in this conversation and some churches that are that we see doing it well, um, and and if you or your church is doing this well, man, great, like you've okay. got it, and and I know man just uh growing up i grew up in central ohio and all kinds of different churches in my hometown and and never did we ever see them coming together you know to to unite together and and for the greater good of our our hometown and um there might have been a rare occasion that they did that um but man when i go back i i'm seeing that shift and i'm seeing a change and and even steph and i were a part of a church back there that man they did so good working together and and coming together with people in the community to to reach that community and so um, yeah excited to to kind of just chat for a few minutes today about this and, and there's definitely a need um, in one of our recent co- podcasts we talked about <clears throat> excuse me how hollywood has portrayed the church to be this you know we're not doing a good job and and we're we're slacking and we're controversial and, and all these things and i think just like in that podcast the church has this great opportunity to say no this is who we are we're coming together with our brothers and sisters in christ i mean for at lunch today you and i sat down with a he's a conservative Baptist, Baptist mm-hmm. right. And, but we, maybe we were, we're at different places in our theology or our our belief of some things, but man, we, we were able to sit down at the table and we were able to come together and we, there were so many things that united us mm-hmm. there. There was, there was less things that, that, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that it didn't us unite us. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so it was, it was really cool. I just, you know, just thinking about that and, and where he comes from and, and his view of different things and where you and I come from and, mm-hmm. and how we were just able to sit there together and and say, well, man, this is what I do. And and he said, well, this is what I do. And I was like, it's the same thing,
1: right? And yeah. so- um, it's This is really cool. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I saw it. I don't know if you picked up on it in the conversation, but he asked you after he went through, you know, I come from conservative Baptist um, and talking about even how he preaches on a Sunday morning, he asked you, he said, how about you, what's your background? And you had talked about Mennonite roots. Yeah. And I saw it like in his eyes where he was like, Oh, okay. That's okay. You know, yeah. and that's just how we handle things, <laughs> yeah. right? Where it's yeah. just this thing where it's like, oh, and immediately you think, okay, this is how we differ, yeah. right? You don't think about, oh, these are all the things that we have in common. You immediately yeah. think, okay, maybe he thinks this way about yeah. wars, you know, or whatever it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and so... It's just a natural thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I did. I did slide in there at the tail end of that. I was like, "Well, I did grow up in a Baptist church till yes. till a certain period of life." But um, no, you're that's so right. And <laughs> yeah. and um, I think, man, the the beauty of of just what you said right there is is so many times in conversations, and and this happens when oh you, you go to an Assemblies of God church or you're a part of you know this denomination, and we put up this barrier, this wall, and we say, well. I know they think this way or i know but but yet we both love jesus right yeah. uh one yeah. of our well i shouldn't say one of ours our very first podcast we sat down with ryan thurman you know mm-hmm. who has worked hard at trying to bridge the gap between the evangelical church and the roman catholic church and yeah. is there differences of opinions yes is there differences and in, in, views of the scriptures and and things yes but but at the end of the day we all agree on one thing and that's Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? Son of God. We, you know, and then from there, there's some differences in in theology, but um, man, what would it look like if we all just sat down at the table with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and said, you know, we may think a little different, but, but let's come together and let's take this Gospel that has been impacted us. Let's take it to the streets. Let's take it to the the workplace, and and let's do this together. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think one of the things we fall into as a trap all the time is. I can do it better you know or differently you want to be able to differentiate yourself from the church down the street maybe if you're a pastor Mm -hmm. or even their speaking style maybe you there's some things you're like oh that's the church that has fog machines you know or or it's more like a concert type setup or the other one oh no they're more liturgical you know And, and so you're constantly again evaluating how you might differ and it, I think it comes down to identity. That's a big mm-hmm. part of it. It's, you're trying to carve out a niche and where it's like, okay, this is going to be our appeal for these people in this neighborhood or these people that are a certain subdivision that we're looking at. This is the appeal. This is the draw to come to our church. Yeah. And that's difficult when you're, when you're trying to unite, when you're trying to bring together, um, and it, I think what's most difficult is when you look at scripture and you look at the early church the way right and what happens after jesus dies and raises from the dead in acts 2 it's 50 days after all that takes place peter gets up and he addresses a crowd or a mob that's both jew and gentile you've got people from all different backgrounds we know that because upper room they were speaking in different languages and could discern and hear one another in their own language. And so we know they're from all over different lands coming together. And here now Peter's addressing at least 3,000 men and he tells them things really tough, difficult things like you just murdered the Messiah. And he gives proof, evidence of that but at the end of that, when they were cut to the heart and they say, what can we do? And Peter says, just repent and be baptized today and you can become sons of God. Yeah. There's something beautiful that happens. First of all, they give of all the excess that they had. They gave of what mm-hmm. they owned to the those in need around them. It was almost like the blinders came off in that moment. Yeah. And then, but there's this little passage that's smushed in there that a lot of people just miss because it's smushed between powerful things that are taking place. But the most powerful thing, probably once you really look at it, is the fact that they were all in one accord. Yeah, They all were like-minded, the Bible mm-hmm. says. This is 3,000 men. Yeah. Again, <laughs> different backgrounds, different church, whatever you want to say, yeah. right? Different yeah. different ways they grew up. I'm sure there's Samaritans there. And it says at that moment, they were all like-minded. They were all in one accord. Yeah. And that's what caused them to give up what they had, right. give of what they own. And there's only one thing that can be credited towards that type of unity. And it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, The Holy Spirit yeah. showed up on this scene at that point. Yeah, And so when Jesus before is highlighting that saying, wait, wait for the Holy yeah. Spirit to come. He's going to do much greater things yeah. in my name than anything you've ever seen before. Greater things than I've done. Yeah, This is it. Boom. Holy Spirit shows up. And that in God's mind is powerful. When mm-hmm. you have everybody in one accord working together, giving yeah. of what they have. Yeah. And healings and miracles are taking place and they're baptized. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's what we should aspire to rather than I need to form my own niche. Yeah. Yeah. So thing. true.
0: So, so true, man. You're passionate about this. You're little hands, guys, we're standing. We're like <laughs> in like full on, almost like preacher mode. We're, we're going to, you know, Drop lay down, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, anyways, but, um, man, just as you were talking about that one accord, um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm reminded of uh, several years ago, um, and you guys, have, if you've listened listened to us before, you've you've heard of a little thing that that Stephen and Nicole organized called Christmas in Garfield. You know, mm-hmm. just a little party, right? Mm-hmm. Just a few. No, it's it's big. Um, it's a big event. It's a, a place where kids and their families can come. They get to hear the gospel. They're loved by so many different people, and just a, a place where they're encouraged and and they're seen, right? And yeah. so, but but that event. <laughs> is not just you and your family, um, putting it on and, and you're not saying, well, you, you know, you're not, uh, limiting who can come and who can be a part. But, but I I remember sitting, uh, several years after the event, we're sitting at the grand Mm -hmm. there in downtown, we're sitting at this large round table and there was 10 pastors, Mm -hmm. 10 pastors, leaders sitting at that table, and, and I often think about that time, and, and, and just as you said, we were all in one accord sitting yeah. at that table. There was pastors from churches in North Phoenix, there was pastors from churches in Scottsdale, Central Phoenix, West Phoenix, all over. Reformed,
1: Pentecostal. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, a Hispanic church, mm-hmm. um, and, and all these different beliefs and interpretations of the Scripture. But we sat there in unity. And, and it wasn't somebody saying, well, I think you can do this better next year. And, and if you don't do it better, I'm just going to do this at my, in fact, you and I were trying to, you were playing with them as like, Hey, like take this event and do it in your neighborhood, do it in your community. And, and many of them are like, "Well, like. But, but what if we all come together again and we do this, and there's power behind that. And, and if you're listening, something that, that always takes place at Christmas in Garfield is this place where where families can come in and they, they hear the gospel. And they, they're told the true meaning of why we celebrate Christmas. and And you guys give different pastors opportunities to share the gospel and and you give them a chance to set up a table with bibles and and offer prayer and different things like that but never have i seen anybody at that event get down and say come to my church it's the best church you know they're not sitting at their table like trying to entice people and say well well we have more comfortable seats or or we have better music or our lights are better or man we don't have lights like they come together and they're there for one reason they're there to add to the kingdom of God, and and its churches like, uh was it, Love International, Josh mm-hmm. Mandaka, you know, uh, yeah. a youth pastor of this church of a congregation of... Several thousand. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. going to say like 3,000 people, yeah. but he comes to the table, and he's not trying to, to arm wrestle anybody else for anything else. It's like, hey, I've got this, I'm going to offer this. Yeah. You've got guys like Bryson from from Relentless, you know, a, an amazing leader who is building awesome leaders mm-hmm. out of Grand Canyon University and, and in the surrounding area. and he is faithful, right yeah. from I don't not from day one of Unite Phoenix from, but from the early early stages he's been here, right yeah. and, and I think would you agree he sets an amazing example. For his young people about what it means to unite together yeah
1: Yeah. and it's a it's a prayerful church so they're always praying for god's direction uh which is exciting yeah
0: yeah yeah so i think that's i think it's just this beautiful picture and and definitely one that's not seen everywhere um and and it's it's you know hard to find sometimes but but man it's encouraging to see leaders lead in this way right Um, I think of, uh, well, yeah, uh, we go to church there, banner church, you know, a church in, in South Scottsdale, Josh was on our episode or on our podcast here a while back. Um, but another example of a church that's, that's coming together, they're uniting with their community and they're uniting with, um, the surrounding churches and and different people they are coming to unite Phoenix and, and supporting this. And, and it's just a beautiful, again. Illustration of, I think, how Jesus, God designed it to be originally like, let's work together. And man, when we work together, the things that can be accomplished are amazing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely a rarity. Banner's a really good example of this because they already had something going. They had loved the block, they've been doing that steadily and seeing the fruits from it. They're impacting a whole neighborhood, uh, which is an incredible thing. And here, here come the Frankies, here come the Reeds, right, to yeah. their church. And we're like, well, we do this thing on Saturdays, United you know, yeah. Phoenix. And they're like, we're going to do that too. We're going to incorporate that. It's not yeah. like uh, we don't really have time for that. We have this other thing that we actually do every single Thursday, <laughs> not just once a month. Yeah. But they're like, hey, this is a way we can work together with other churches. Mm-hmm. It's, man, if you can step out on that and, and really just uh, as an act of faith, yeah. God's going to bless it. I I, as you were talking, Caleb, I was thinking about early on when we first started um, Christmas, it was at Christmas in the park yeah. uh, before, and it was something Crossroads Youth Intervention was doing and had been doing for d- over a decade in this neighborhood. And Nicole and I were just stepping up and doing different things, helping direct programming for them. And when it came to that point where that was handed off and we started Uh, Doing that in this neighborhood There was one guy And I'm not going to mention his name Because he'd get really upset (laughs) But that would come with a U-Haul Filled with toys Mm -hmm. I mean couple of thousand toys. And then if we didn't have enough toys, he would send out a few of his buddies and they would go to Walmart and they'd buy a bunch more. And these were like really, really nice toys, mm-hmm. but it was one individual. And then we had some people, they would come with trucks, you know, and there'd be a few gifts, but the majority yeah. was given by one individual. Yeah. And I remember meeting with him and talking to him and it wasn't so much about like removing that load from his shoulders. Cause God's blessed him financially. He can yeah. do this every year. He wants to do it. That's his desire. But I really showed him this different way of looking at it. And I'm like, what if hundreds of people were responsible Mm -hmm. for this? What if a thousand people actually gave a toy or a couple of toys? A thousand people were involved in not just blessing by giving a toy, but praying about this, praying for lives to be transformed. Mm -hmm. What would that look like? And It it was so awesome because even that conversation, I hope he's listening to this because I don't know if I've ever shared my heart with him on Mm. this. But as I was looking at it, just from a different lens, I was looking at this saying, oh, man, wait till God gets behind something that thousands of his kids are pouring into, Yeah. Um. you know, for kids in need in this neighborhood. And so now fast forward to where we are today. I think we had 40 different businesses that were contributing. A mm-hmm. lot of these businesses like. I'll, I'll be honest like we were a little nervous one yeah. was like a marijuana you know dispensary, dispensary. you know that yeah. i don't think they actually gave us any toys but we put a box there you know yeah. but i was like yeah. god you'll use a mule you'll use a donkey mm-hmm. and you know but some of these places like a, a a place that's right down the street from us it's a bar yeah. and they gave i think 200 toys you know right. this year. and so you just are like okay god i'm tired of putting you in a box i'm tired of trying to limit you and what you're doing like you want to blow the the socks off this thing you yeah. know and just seeing what he's done through so many people has been an incredible ride
0: yeah so true yeah. so true yeah and and i think like um and correct me if i'm wrong i i think there's i think there's this fear well you, you addressed a fear of mm-hmm. potentially losing people right yeah. um you know and, and somebody say, oh man that pastor he speaks a little better than mine, or or something like that, and then they decide to go to that church. But I think the the flip side of that is is there's the fear of, um, like these people think different or believe differently, and and I know we've we've experienced that with some of the partners that we work with, and yeah. and when when we sat down at the table with them, there was this there was a hesitancy, right? Mm-hmm. And but that's been there's been a beautiful again uniting of us coming together and working together and and we're we're doing great things now right yeah. and and I I think about that and I I think about man if <laughs> if if we would have approached that and and said well no this is it's our way or the highway or we're not going to you know take any of your input or advice or or vice versa like you know we would no longer be working with with this church down the street you know right. and and um yeah, well just uh Trinity Cathedral, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, like they have been hundreds amazing. And hundreds of crafts uh,
1: yeah. like that people put together, put in plastic bags. Like that's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah and
0: nice. and and we've been able to sit down and and Myra, if you're listen, yeah. listening, um man, we admire you and yeah. we appreciate you and your leadership there at Trinity and and I know you and I have have sat down several times on different uh projects and different things and and we bring what we can to the table and and we work together well and and so man it's just again this beautiful picture I just keep going back to that so yeah. if anybody walks away from this they're gonna say Caleb said a beautiful picture a lot. <laughs> um but it cool. is it yeah. is I think of I think like God just looks down and says there you go like yeah. that's the way I want it to be that's the way I want you guys to work together. I don't want you to stay on your street corner and you stay on the other street corner. I want you to cross the street and I want you to work together. Yeah,
1: yeah? The There's a church in Gilbert. It's the United first United Methodist Church, Gilbert. Mm-hmm. And I remember we built a relationship. I think it was the youth pastor there. He's not there anymore, but the church continued in this mission of yeah. getting toys. And one year I had talked to him. And I'm th- they're like, we're going to get more toys this year than any, be- any year before. I was like, well, that's some kind of confidence there, you know, but they came up with a strategy where they're like, we're actually going to go out and buy toys. And then when people come, they can just buy that toy because it's so difficult sometimes like going to the store, going to target, remembering Sunday morning, you're like, Oh my goodness, I forgot to get a toy, you know, at the store. Yeah. And so they had a way where they're just like, we'll buy the toys. And then just ask people to buy that toy off the table. Yeah. And I was like, Brilliant! Like there's, we would have never conceived something like that, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. that was something we were promoted with a lot of businesses. Hey, you can do this, um, Venmo, like just different ideas. My friend Mike, you know, came with so many different ideas for this last one that yeah. really it made it so less stressful for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's so much fun when you see churches working together, yeah. sharing ideas, and I mean it's. Isn't that what you want? And yeah. I think about like the parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the guy that's, they're, they're given different increments and they do different things with it, but everybody remembers the guy who just buried his in the sand, right? Yeah. And yeah. for protective sakes, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just going to put this here. That way I know in two months when my boss comes back, I can say here, I didn't lose it. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, again, it, we're not there. We're not pastors of some of these churches, Caleb. But there's something about that. It's like, man, don't be the one that buries it in the sand, you know, like take these kind of risks because I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, I give you my word. I've seen God do some amazing things with Mm -hmm. it. And believe me, we're seeing that because this is what he talks about. Jesus talks so much about coming together and uniting. There's too much that can separate us. Too many things that we're doing that are just amazing things um, that we can hang our hat on. But just, just... Try it,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And um, <laughs> this isn't one giant commercial for Unite Phoenix or <laughs> uh, for Christmas and Garfield, but yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, live example. It's a, it's a current thing that's happening, yeah. and and we see, like you said, we see the fruits of that. Um, you know, imagine, you know, picture your relationship with your your husband or your wife, uh, and you know you're not working well together. You know. Things are tough, right? You walk in the door and if you're not unified, if you're not, you know, on the same page with different things, whether it's finances, whether it's how you raise your kids, whether it's, you know, who does mm-hmm. the the banking or the shopping or, or whatever it may be, those types of things, if you're not working together, if you're not meeting each other in the middle and and sharing the responsibility and the load, then your marriage is probably not much of a it's probably not a happy marriage, right? right. And Um, and I just kind of think of that that picture of of what a healthy marriage looks like. And and it's the husband and the wife supporting each other and and communicating and working together and and the kids, they see that and it's a healthy representation to the kids of you know what a a healthy marriage looks like. Man, mom and dad love each other. Man, if there's there's a, a frustration, they work it out, they they take care of it. And so, you know, in the same respects. It's, it's the church. It's, it's, we have this example or this opportunity to show everybody around us that, man, despite this or that we can come together and we can impact and we can do great things for, for the greater good of the community. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. This is kind of fun. So (laughs) when we've outlined these churches that we're, we've had relationships with over the last few years, I can go through each of those churches and pull out like some unbelievable strengths like we you had mentioned uh relentless and that's bryson isom he's the pastor of that church they are a praying church i remember they invited nicole and i and simply to come to one of their meetings like a leadership meeting they had just so they could lay hands on us and pray for us Mm -hmm. right before christmas in garfield i can't tell you what i was going through like the stress the burden like not knowing how many toys are going to come in we know we're going to have 600 800 kids that are going to show up It's, it's tough. It's a tough time. And here I've got this church praying for me. You've got banner church and they're doing this thing called love the block. It's not once a quarter. It's not once a year like other churches, it's once a week. It's every Thursday they're going out and they're building relationships with these people that are strangers that they don't know. And there's no strings attached. There's no, Hey, I'm doing this so you can come to my church. Like a lot of people knocking on doors do. It's simply, Hey, we just want to love you. And next week we're coming with pizzas. And the week after we're coming with laundry detergent, you know, or whatever it is. And then love international. Go to that service. You come and just hear this amazing message, both in Spanish and in English, which is just fun. (laughs) And then, but at the end, he's praying for people and he's like, raise your hands and come up to the front. I want to personally pray for you. This is a pastor of a church of 3000 that's doing things like that. And then you've got Trinity and Myra, and we all love to go there for the Christmas Eve service. It's just special. Like there's something powerful about that service and so intimate, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. just different. You know, there's not all this pomp and circumstance. It's just reading God's word in a liturgical type way and getting a ton from it. Like these Mm -hmm. churches, it's, it is fun to be able to see, wow, this is how, this is God's like big thing with your church. Yeah. And, and now I just want to go and share this with you and say, man, if you pray for all your leaders, it's going to make it's going to have ripple effects in the kingdom and what you're doing. And, and man, this, if you, if you do this, like this other church, maybe this will happen, you know? And it's just, again, it doesn't always happen, but it's just fun almost being outside of it. And I can't help but think that's how God is. You know, he's got this amazing 10,000 foot view where he's looking at his church, big Mm -hmm. C and he's seeing like an arm and a leg and, you know, all these things and doing different things. (laughs) <laughs> and it's something that he can brag about, you yeah. know, just like, oh, my goodness, are you guys seeing this? Are you seeing what's going on at Love International yeah. right now? Oh, Holy yeah. cow. Like, thousands of people, a lot of them, you know, they're they're dealing with, like, they're living below the poverty line, yeah. you know, but yet they come here and then they give. Out of the little they have, they give every single week. You yeah. know, and just what God sees. Yeah, and it's like I, I just feel like we can encounter encounter that on a daily basis. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. man, cool. we're we're crushing on some churches today. Uh, a little bit, just loving little, on. It. And yeah. so, man, if you're if yeah. you you're listening and you're from one of these churches, we appreciate you <laughs> yeah. and the leadership that you guys have. Um, and I want to highlight. Um, there's a church you've never been there, but, mm-hmm. um, but it'd some of my family goes to back in Ohio and it's, this church is called Agape Community Fellowship. Uh, my, it's where my father-in-law Herman that we had on the show a couple episodes back, uh, attends and, and just they, so they operate in this old elementary school and they have this place called the overarching kind of place is called the hope center. Hmm. And it's a place where people can come and they can, I think they can receive counseling, they can get food boxes, they can get furniture, they have a little, I think there's a store that you can shop in. And and But there's all these people coming together in this community, all these churches, all these individuals. It's not an agape community fellowship thing. Mm-hmm. Their name's not the big one on the banner. Yeah. It's the Hope Center. Wow. It's a central location where people who are in need can come. And, you know, nobody's, nobody's ringing a bell saying, well, Come to this church and, and come here and, and be a part of this, but they're they're saying, let's work together. And and I just every time I'm there, I'm just so encouraged because again, that church is a praying church. That yeah. church is one that is in tune and listening to the Holy Spirit and allowing him to speak to them uh daily, you know, like just all just they're just they're in that space, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um and I love that and and the things that have happened the lives that have been transformed you know maybe they got their first introduction at the Hope Center but you know here is a here's a uh, a list of places that they could plug in you know they could go to this church they could go to that church and and some of them have gone different places but but they've been able to plug into this this church there as well and and receive freedom from addictions and and different things like that and and just again what an amazing way to show the community around you an example of the church, right? Yeah. The church is the church. It's not your building, it's not my building. It is the body of Christ. And and so whether it's relentless or banner or or love international, like they're the church they are part of it and 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 so we get this great chance to to show those around. Man, this is what it should look like. And yeah. and this is man, if we come together, we're going to accomplish great things.
1: Yeah. I you know, so many people that are listening to this, they're the lay ministers, you know, they're the ones that are attending on Sunday mornings, they're leading their family mm-hmm. in Christ every single week and you know for for me personally us going to this church in South Scottsdale we come along be a part of that family and we introduce them and say hey there's a way where you can interact with other churches that support a ton of different nonprofit ministries and you can do that and they're like okay let's do that and i it's amazing even the the influence i guess or or the the power you know that individuals have to to help with your pastoral team, you know, the leadership mm-hmm. at churches to help get them maybe out of their comfort zone a little bit, out of yeah. their shell. Yeah. I, I think that's a really important thing that we don't talk about. And we didn't, we, you and I, we attended home church for three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, we're talking about how many people, 12 people, you know, 10 to 12 adults coming together and their kids. And just some of the things that we did through that was amazing beyond. I mean, that's just more missional, but beyond the fact that every single week we're coming together on couches and we're unpacking like what God's doing in our lives, you know, and how the word of God pertains to that. Like that's powerful. Like it's just, there's something about it. And I think We just did a podcast, you know, where we're talking about, man, we're missing it as a church in this one particular area that we're covering. Yeah. But this is something that you look at and you're like, we're really beautiful. Like we Mm. really are. And just how we work and how God utilizes us and how we have our different attributes, you know, that are all attributes of God, who he is. It's, it's an amazing thing, but we can do better. Yeah. We can do better. Definitely. Definitely. Mm
0: -hmm. Always, always. Um, well, man, as we kind of wrap up today, today's just a little bit of a shorter episode. But as we wrap this up, man, whether you're a pastor, an assistant pastor, a missions pastor, whatever you, wherever you are, you know, if if you look at your church and 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 say, man, we're we're missing the mark, man, be that voice, be that one that says, hey, pastor, whoever, like let's, let's unite with others around us and, and, um, let's come together and, and let's, let's do this thing together because if we try it on our own, we're just gonna, we're gonna wear out. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna get tired. And so, um, but if, if you're listening and, and you're like, you know what, my church does a great job at yeah. this, man, amazing. Encourage your pastor, encourage your leadership, um, and say, Hey, thank you for being a church that unites with others. Um, and And if your church doesn't do that, still encourage your pastor. Yeah, (laughs) But I I would
1: say on social media, like we post this on Unite Phoenix and on Aim Right on the social media sites. Please put that, put that as a comment in there. Just what your church is doing. That's encouraging, um, I think, to others too. So Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So um, just know that if you're out there we this is something that that i believe needs to happen Stephen believes and and we pray for these opportunities and and you know we have our networks we have our our groups that we connect with but it's not a it's not a closed door you know it's open we're we're looking for others to come to the table and and work together in some of these um initiatives and things that we have going on and so uh, Um, yeah, we just hope and pray that, that today, as you listen to, that, you're encouraged. Um, God is working, God is moving, um, and, and he's calling us to, to join with him. And, and we get this great opportunity and, and, um, and we're seeing it every day. We're yeah. seeing it. I saw it this weekend at church, you know, yeah. we went, um, and, 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 uh, started a new sermon series on money and, and things, something that can divide. Right. Um, wow. This is a little off subject, I guess, but you know, it's it's something that can divide us in our relationships with our spouse and our significant others, and um, you know, it happened. Just so happened that on the way to church yesterday morning, you know, we're talking about some things, and and they had to do with money, and and I told Steph, I said, "Well, we can fix this on my truck, or or we can just go buy a." Maybe just now is the time to go buy a new one, yeah. and the 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 mood in the car was not one of unity. It was not. I will tell you this right now. And then we walk into church and we sit down and we hear a sermon on being good stewards of our money. And yeah. and I wanted to tell Steph the best way to steward our money is to go buy a new truck. <laughs> right? You know, I didn't because I know that that was not going to unite us together. And uh, so you
1: united you with the couch. Yes, <laughs> right. Oh, man. So but
0: uh, anyway, so if you're if you're listening and and you want to gift anybody a truck this this week, just hit me up. So it's got to be a nice one. No, yeah. <laughs> sure. um, But anyway, so um, but but just that little example, just in a relationship, you know, was like, no, we need to, we need to come to a, an agreement. We need to work together in this area. It's not, you know, just me. If I would go out and show up with a brand new truck tomorrow, things would not be good. And so, um, but we need to work together. And, and so the church needs to do that and, and, and has this great opportunity. Yeah. So yeah. Sudden yeah. example. Set yeah. A,
1: if you're a church leader, set an example for other churches because they're struggling with this yeah. and, um, you know, be the one that test drives this theory out. You know, um, you may do that in different areas. Do more. Do yeah. more uh, when it comes to this. And yeah, and uh, there was, uh, Relentless was doing this, I think, but where they were praying for other churches and they were oh, put on yeah. social media. Remember that? Yep. I love that. I'm like, yeah. I mean, just, that's so cool. And these other churches would be like, thanks so much for that. And it's yeah. like, you're tearing down those walls. Why yeah. is that an uncommon thing? Why is that something we don't hear about? Churches praying for others and like making it public, like, hey, yeah, you should check out this church, you know,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: it's it, it's it's right along in God's economy, and that's that's the issue. Like, yeah. we need to like start thinking the way God thinks of His church and His economy and what He's doing, mm-hmm. rather than our 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 economy, you know, or yeah. our um kingdom, you know. We have to be careful with those things. So it's just. Hopefully it's encouraging. It's encouraging for anybody that's listening, no matter where you're at in ministry. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here with a, a word of prayer and uh, close out. So, Steve, you want to pray? You want me to pray. Yeah, you pray, pray together. We could just Ooh. go old school. Um, we prayed in tongues today. We, we could sing together. Uh, you know, <laughs> la 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 la. Uh, we don't want that. <laughs> it's time to quit. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna so get some bad. I just reviews. got a I just got a text from my my, my wife wondering <laughs> what my ETA is. So the sun is still shining, and I should be home yep. when the sun is shining. Yes. So uh, let me pray for you guys, uh, Father God. We just come to you and. God, we've we've shared some amazing stories here in the last few minutes of churches that are working together well. And God, would you just bless those churches as they continue to to reach across the aisle, uh, in a sense, or, or or walk across the street and and work together. Um, God, for churches that are, are, are wanting to test drive this but don't know where to start, would you just begin to um, place on their hearts a place for them to begin this, a place for them to um, just begin uh, having those conversations and and bringing it to the table? And um, God, for the churches struggling, um, would you just put a bug in their ear and and, and give them uh, that desire to, to connect, to unite? Um, yeah, we just thankful for for how you're moving, how you're working in our cities, in our communities, in our country. God, would you continue to to work through your church to reach the least, the last, and the lost, and um, bring hope to um, to to so many people that are searching and and looking for 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 purpose in life and and for hope in their life and so um thank you for this time thank you for stephen and nicole and their um desire to bring many together um again to to unite your church to to reach the community around us in jesus name amen well hey guys again thanks for listening um, if you like today's podcast go ahead and give us a like share a comment um, reach out on on social media uh, Stephen is on Instagram it is at s 07. Um, I'm at caleb.aimright, uh, leave us a message on the post or something and and let us know how you guys are uniting. We'd love to hear some stories, uh, get hold of us, share with us. Um, if you're looking and and trying to figure out some ways, uh, Stephen's available, I'm available to chat with you. We could connect you with some of the the pastors that we've talked with, talked about today and, and, how they're doing it and how they, they got started. But, um, share this with your friends, your family, your dog. Because we know they're always listening. (laughs) See you guys later.